Hello and welcome to another episode of Stuck in a Side Quest. This is our newest segment that we're doing, which will eventually turn into its own podcast, Crime Quest, with Tyler and Haley. And me, every once in a while, as a guest. Maybe every time, I don't know, we don't know yet. We haven't decided if we're going to invite Trevor in or not. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> but today, we're pretty much going to be talking about, I mean, crimes. Um What's the genre called? True crime. True crime. True crime. There yeah. you go. Um, what, not what fake we, crime. Yeah, not fake crime. It's not fake. This is all real. Maybe we'll do a a quest uh, um, a thing with <laughs> with with fake qu- with fake crime. <laughs> we all we all. Did y'all hear about that guy the other day? It's all like that a video lie. game. No, <laughs> we all. Lie. We should all three of us or how many ever is on here have a different uh crime and only one of them is a real crime <laughs> that's kind of like two truths and a lie Man, or uh two lies and a truth at that point and the two who make it up have to try to make you gotta try to make it like realistic and yeah. stuff as possible but so people listening to <laughs> it, it's like i can't so find fun. anything on this crime this is crazy and at the end of it we're like all right <laughs> Wait, those, we don't announce two of those were completely <laughs> fake um <laughs> One of them was real. Y'all have to figure it out. But what, oh are we God. talking about the I Hope murder? Yes. yes. We are going to be talking about a very fresh crime yeah trigger warning it's pretty yes, fresh it's very fresh and um we're gonna try to not make it too jokey because you know people are still suffering from this but that's true it's about the idaho um i guess murders that happened at which what's the college name i don't know about the college but it was in moscow idaho it's the university that, of it was it like is it university of idaho, uh, idaho? Idaho. It's going to be hard for me not to say Utaho the entire time. I'm so sorry. It is Washington mm. State University. No, that's the guy. The guy who, the suspect is from there. University of Idaho. Okay. Okay. That's what it is. Oh, U O I. Yeah. <laughs> for all listening, Tyler just looked off in the distance when he was thinking about that. Yeah. Okay, so like Trevor said, this is very fresh. In fact, it's so fresh that while I was researching for the episode, a press release came out for the day. And um, some of my plans for this episode have been changed. So, um, And then, of course, by the time this comes out, I mean, the, the whole story could be turned upside down, honestly. Um, we don't know all the details, and... Just be aware that everything we say is coming from our mouth, so that doesn't mean that it's completely true to your own research. Yeah, we got all of our information from Wikipedia. That is not true. I did a lot of research, <laughs> um, including watching a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of news reels, and reading lots of um, articles. Um, please do not attack anyone involved in this case, as it's still being investigated. And also respect the families of these victims, as it is a current case and still very fresh news. Alright, so these murders, of course, happened in Moscow, Idaho. And it happened on the early morning hours of November 13th, 2022. And what really popped out about this case is that is the night after our wedding. The morning. Or the morning after our wedding. Yeah. It was like 4 a.m., wasn't it? I it think. was like one and no, yeah. It said... They all got home around one or something like that. Where I saw they think the murders happened after 3 a.m. Okay, that's what it was, three three yeah. to four. We weren't even married for 24 hours and four people got murdered. There was probably a lot more than four people that got murdered, but you know. I well, digress. I mean like, which is kind of crazy about this case is like how up until now they didn't have any clue who did it. And it's like, most of the time, they're like, serial killers are kind of not becoming, which it might not be a serial killer, I right. guess. But 
the stuff like that doesn't happen as much anymore because there's too much technology and stuff to catch them early and to have nothing for that while like people were like uh oh like they were like yeah. everybody was kind of freaking out because they didn't know who did it everybody was getting checked off as being okay with the roommates and ex-boyfriends and everything like that yes wild you just you don't have like back in like the 70s and 80s and stuff i felt like every other month there was a new serial killer and that just stuff doesn't happen nowadays but i'm pretty sure he should be classified as a serial killer because after three murders you yeah he probably is though because i mean i guess technically Unless, it's just it hasn't been at needs... different locations yeah, okay. you know but still you you killed four people you don't know, he might have killed other people, or she. I mean, or skinned that dog. Yeah, I know there was a skinned dog three miles within, within A distance. German Shepherd. I th- when she first told me, I thought they were talking about like a, like a little like Yorkie or Shih Tzu. <laughs> no, she was like, it was a female German Shepherd. And I'm like, good God, that's about like skinning a deer. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Those are, those are big puppies. Yeah, for sure. But um, when media decides to pick up a case like it has in this case. I think it's a lot harder for people to get away with things. Yeah. But it doesn't always mean the media is going to pick it up because there's so many cases out there where people are still trying to get the news to pick up their stories and it just, you know, it falls to the wayside. So in this case, hopefully with the suspect that they have found will be the end of this case. Hopefully. And yeah. we haven't had a whole lot of answers yet on whether or not. They just picked up a suspect. Right. Right. So anyways, our victims for this crime are Zana, Kaylee, Madison, and Ethan. Um, Kaylee and Madison lived on the third floor. And um, Zana... And her boyfriend were sleeping on the second floor. Zana lives there. Ethan does not. Madison and Kaylee have been best friends since sixth grade. And they were both senior students. Madison was majoring in marketing. Marketing. And Kaylee majored in general studies. An important thing I saw was Madison was an only child. I mean, it really affected her family pretty pretty terribly. Um... Zana was also majoring in marketing, and she was a part of the Pi Beta Phi sorority. And her boyfriend, Ethan, was majoring in recreation sport and tourism management and was a part of the Sigma Chi fraternity. Um, Also, another fact I saw is that Ethan was a triplet. So I thought that was pretty devastating to think, you know, you lost a sibling, but not just a sibling. It's like, you know, you're a triplet. That's crazy. I wonder if they felt anything. Like, legit. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Is twin telepathy a thing? Might be. I don't know. Some say that it is. I think they're connected in some inner spiritual way. Maybe so. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Um, There were two more roommates, um, and they slept on the first floor of the house. That the person walked past. That is wild. He, he didn't walk past them. The, he just walked past the door. The way the house, there's three stories on the house, and the second story is accessible through the back, uh, the back of the house. Oh, I guess there's okay. stairs that go up to it. So, yeah. So the patio is on the second floor. So there's like a sliding door entrance, and then there's the kitchen and the bedroom, and there's an, also another bedroom over there, but. From what I could see, we're not sure if that bedroom was being used by anybody or just like an extra storage room. Mm-hmm. And then there were stairs going upstairs and stairs going downstairs. And the stairs going upstairs, you have two rooms up there and one room is connected to a balcony. And so, from what we see, this person only went to the second and third floor. We don't, we assume he didn't go down to the first floor because they weren't murdered. The first floor was the original house, and the two upper floors were add-ons, and that's important because the two girls that were living downstairs didn't hear anything happening when the it murders happened. two girls living downstairs? I thought it was a guy and a girl that lived downstairs. My bad. 
Well, I never really heard anything. I just assumed. Can well, you I access haven't... the second store from inside? Second story from inside and going up the stairs or no? Yes, I think there are stairs. Okay. I was yeah. just seeing because maybe that could also contribute. Depending it, just, on... it, it just blows my mind. I mean, I wouldn't know what to do if I lived in this apartment build or this house that was three apartments and I woke up and <laughs> everybody yeah. else was dead. I, I wouldn't know what to do. The and, blood was seeping out of the house. Yeah, and yeah. the fact that I don't know, it's a little weird to me. The I I just I need to know more information because I feel like even if you're in the same house, you can hear people screaming. They you don't know if they were screaming. Well, so well, the, they had defensive wounds, like they were fighting back. The thing oh. is, though, they were murdered while they were sleeping. So when you wake up. And you're having to fight back defensively. I mean, I don't, I don't know how that works, but I don't think you'd be screaming the entire time. Yeah. But also, another point is, I mean, maybe they were screaming. Um, the siding on the house is still there. It's just like uh, it reminds me of how your sunroom was that you lived in that one time, where it was the build on. So one part of your wall was siding. So it, it was they. You, yeah, you still have a full exterior wall between you and the... Right. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I get it. It's, and a lot I mean, of people well, have said when they've been at them, parties so. over there, it's hard to hear anything up in the second and third floor. I mean, yeah, yeah you know, I mean the police could, cleared them, so I was... They could have had fans running like you do, and it'd be loud as fuck in their room. And yeah. they came home at like 1 a.m., so I assume they were probably out partying partying too and you know when you come home and you know you're a little tipsy sleep sleep hard sleep hard Hard. not necessarily good but hard (laughs) yeah um and just like y'all said there was potential blood coming out of the second floor of the house i saw the picture of i don't know if it was of that house but it was i looked it up because someone was talking about it and i just wanted to see because i'm weird like that and um I saw where they had, they were like filming the side of the house and there was just red streaks going down on the concrete under the siding, like going down to the ground. Yeah. And that's, that's very wild. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. From what we've heard, it was a very bloody crime scene. Like just very. Like that, that scene from the first season of Dexter. Yeah. Like blood everywhere. Yeah. Um, so the night before. Um, Madison and Kaylee were reported, um, to be at a couple of clubs. They were partying all night and they also were spotted on video footage going to a food truck. And for a long time, people were looking at that surveillance footage and there's a guy walking behind them. Mm -hmm. Um, so a lot of people were saying maybe he could be a suspect. I haven't seen anything new or different about it, but I think they cleared him. I also saw there was some video footage from that that they they came back with the audio. And she was saying, one of the girls was saying, I told Adam everything. And the other girl said, why would you do that, basically? So then there's that part of the story. Like, there's this guy, Adam, that could be involved. But I haven't heard any updates on that either. That's also, like, college drama and talk and stuff and that's true you they could have been talking about something totally different than i know but it feels like that could give some motive yeah i mean it's definitely there i mean there it could be anything yeah I mean, but oh yeah i'm looking at these pictures that's yeah that pretty rough wild um authorities have acknowledged that there are gaps in the timeline for xana and ethan um not everything's clear. Uh, detectives continue investigating what occurred from approximately 9 p.m. on November 12th to 1.45 a.m. on November 13th when Ethan and Zana were believed to be at the Sigma Chi house on the universe, at the University of um, Idaho campus. Mm. So they were like at a fraternity party. From what they could see. The two surviving roommates, like I said earlier, were home by 1 a.m. 
and what placed the call, well, what placed the time of death after 3 a.m. was um, Kaylee was calling her ex-boyfriend a lot before that point. So that's when the communication there stopped. So it had to be sometime after 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have also blamed the boyfriend um, on these things. But Kaylee's family's come out and said, we don't believe it's him. And from what it sounded like, it was a fresh breakup. Um, they saw the potential of them getting back together. And um, This was one of the ones that was on the third floor? Yes. And so, everybody just had a feeling that he was not involved in it at all. Because... Everybody saw them getting back together eventually anyways. Um, <clears throat> the 911 phone call was made at 11.58 a.m. about an unconscious person. We mm. haven't really been given any more information than that at this point. Um, but basically what happened was the girls knew about it. They knew something wasn't right. So they called friends over, and that's when the 911 phone call was made. And so the operator said that they talked to multiple people, mm-hmm. and those friends and the roommates have been cleared. But um, I can imagine calling a friend when you're freaked out like that to come over and check like things out before you call. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have, you, I'd probably call 911. Yeah. But I, I mean, like if somebody that. was like, if something was going on, like I don't even imagine if you walked up in there and. Like how bloody it was going to be. I don't even, you probably are in so much shock that you don't know what to do. Which maybe they don't, they didn't even see anything. Maybe they just knocked on the door and didn't get a response. Yeah. You know, and that can be scary too, especially if you think it could be a possible suicide as well, you know. Um, The crime scene, like we said, there was a lot of blood. A murder weapon, which police described as a large fixed blade knife, was found. I heard it was a uh, K-bar, which is a very expensive hunting knife. Yes. And a very big knife. From what I hear, it it sounded like their wounds looked like tears in their body. And so it was not like anything surgical looking. It was very... Stab and pull. Yes. Very gruesome. Yeah, there's got to be either something personal about that or... I don't know. That just seems... Maybe maybe unprofessional, which I'm saying yeah. murders can be professional, but you know what I mean? Yeah, you think if you'd planned it out, you would do something, and you didn't oh, know these yeah. people that would just kill them quickly and be done. Yeah, but it sounds personal if you're stabbing them multiple times with a K-bar knife. And seeing lots of blood. Yeah, either that or you're, and if it's not like a personal personal, then it's definitely psychopathic or whatever yes very like not i mean it's it's probably already psychopathic but (laughs) but to another extent for sure a former fbi agent and retired profiler mary ellen o'toole who's not a part of the investigation told cbs that it's highly likely the offender left a lot of physical evidence behind and may have even cut themselves while stabbing the victims as well there you go. But they must be not be in the system or something or have their stuff in the system. I'm wondering, that's the thing with this suspect, is what the connection is Yeah. that has made the probable cause likely. You know, that's, that's what I really want to hear. And we don't know when we're going to hear that for sure, but... How close is... Because he's from Washington, right? No. No, he's not? He, he's, yeah. he's got a... Uh, a degree in criminology, crimin- criminology. Yeah, and he was going for his PhD, PhD in Washington in State. In Washington State at a college, and they said it was like it's only like ten minutes away from Idaho University. Yeah, oh, really? Okay. And um, I don't, obviously, I don't know where Idaho is because <laughs> I did not know it was next to Washington. It's way over there. <laughs> yeah, and he was picked up in Philadelphia. That gum. Yeah, like he ran. Or well, he's—I'm pretty sure he's from Philadelphia. Yeah, I think he knows. He that was area. going to Washington. He was going to that college, to the college in Washington, but he was—he had it, done all of his undergrad stuff over in Pennsylvania. The, time, the only thing they haven't released anything. Obviously, obviously, there's more connected to him in this place. 
but the only thing they've been able to say is that he was in he was within a 10 mile radius at the same time of these murders happening I mean, there was a million people in the 10-mile radius, but it was... They had to have some physical evidence. They have, yeah. they have something else. Which in the last, I they think, week, the, they had made that radius go like 30 miles out or something like that. Yeah, and they have uh, an Elantra, which we'll get to. A, was it they, Hyundai? Uh, they, that white car that they had? Yes, Fry said that they had found an Elantra. But he said... We have found a Elantra, not and it has not the said the Elantra. Elantra, and they have not found a murder weapon yet. So that's another thing, is that this murder weapon, um, Tool said the offender probably would not get rid of the weapon, just okay. because of how special the weapon is. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not yeah. something you're going to part with pretty easily. Well, that's also coming from. Unless this was like a one-time thing, or this dude's like planned on doing it again, I feel like I'm not I mean, saying those I'm a knives murderer, are pretty expensive, but right? If K bars are, if that's the knife, which I, I think don't they care should. how expensive the knife knife is. You got four, you got bodies on that knife. It ain't. It, yes, it's like but two dollar pistol. People who do those Shit's things, hot. I yeah. mean, still keep evidence. Yeah, he might be connected to the knife, or that might be his murder weapon. That he's like, this is my knife. I swear. I Just wanna... like Dexter has all of his tools. Yeah, but he's like a serial killer. Like he kills multiple people. Like very professionally. And he yeah. only he person. only gives up his tools when he thinks he's being let on. So, which I, Dexter really has nothing to do with real life things. Yeah. But I'm sure they took information from real life things. You know, he's, yeah. he uses the same drill. Well, I'm just talking about like if this dude planned on doing it again, he would probably keep it or if this was like a one time thing there was something that someone knew someone and he knew someone and that's what it did it and this was it he probably could have got rid of it i that's feel like the thing though like i wonder if there's a connection with these people i wonder if he's been to that house before i wonder if he knows these people didn't I'll... they say he's been there before i don't remember hearing that oh well, I mean, he Big walked news. straight up in there, which, I mean, they're like, oh, they have to know, which I'm trying to put myself, like, if I was walking up to a place I didn't know, I mean, he could have tried all the doors. That's why yeah. you get ring cameras, bro. Yeah. And sliding glass doors are well known to be broken into, which is why they always say you need to buy a bar for it. Yeah. Usually, most of them come with a bar, but it's the fact of you need to put the bar on it. And lock it, because it yeah. wasn't locked, was it? Did he break in or did he lock it? We don't know. I, I haven't seen any information I've, about I've, that. I thought I heard that it was, I guess I should stop saying I thought I heard, but. Well, there's a lot of misinformation out there right now, too. And that's what's hard about this case is because it's so public, people yeah. are putting whatever they but want to out there. it being so public has also helped it. Right. Stay in the media. They got um, uh about nineteen to twenty thousand tips from people calling in tips from media outlets and stuff and everything. Right, which with him being across the country, that that makes a big difference. But you know, I also having to like... go through twenty thousand tips is insane. So the coroner said that the victims were likely asleep, and that some defensive wounds. Um, oh, there were some defensive wounds. And each person was stabbed multiple times, and there was no evidence of sexual assault, which is pretty important to know. Um, yeah, that's rare. You ever see three girls get killed and a guy get killed, and there's no sexual assault? Yeah, at all. Because that usually seems to be the motive nowadays. Well, that's what makes it personal, you know? Yeah. Um, some things that police are saying. On December 7th, police said in a press release that they were looking for a occupant of a 2011 to 2013 white Hyundai Elantra. Elantra. That was in the area. And when the students were killed, the O that was in the area when the students were killed, um, which they thought whoever was in that car has some pretty important information about this case. Wasn't um, it? captured like on the reflection of an iphone that's what i saw in a picture it was like a reflection like there's a picture taken and it was in the reflection on the case yeah like it 
<laughs> like it was definitely in that area at the time. There was also a girl at a gas station who on her night shift was looking through footage and saw um, the Elantra as well. And so police were using that as... Um, she saw it drive by. Yeah. So, I mean... Around the time of the murders, too. And, yeah, it just makes sense with the direction it was going in and, you know. Yeah. But then, you honestly got to think there could be, like, some guy who bought a white 2012 Elantra and was just driving to work on the night shift. That's a weird night shift time to go into work, though. He, you know, he could have been... Uh, could have been late, could have yeah, been early. He could have called in late, had something. I'm just kidding, that's a stretch. <laughs> Very much a stretch. Um, they have also mentioned, because of this being very public, that when evidence is leaked, it, it, can, it can still be evidence, but it's not as easy to verify anything after it's been out in the public because people can change it so much, mm. you know? Yeah, and then if there's people trying to claim that they did it, because people yes. always do that, then they know that, and they will use that in their story to try to make it seem like they did it. Right. Which also happens in the first season of Dexter. <laughs> With a um, buddy that's a uh, star killer from Force oh, Unleashed. Yeah. Yeah, He's yeah, in yeah. there. Um, on November 16th, Fry told reporters that investigator believed... Investigators believed it was a targeted attack. However, after that, a few days later, they kind of took that back. They were like, mm, we're not actually sure. So just stay safe around the campus until we find the murderer, basically. They also weren't letting the kids leave and go home. Well, they were trying to get them to stay. They were trying to get them to stay at the college. And I get that because... If it was another college student that did it, you would want to try to keep all of them there and yeah interview them. But and there's, I mean, it's a obviously a college town, and there's which I saw that there was a like a police stop nearby where police were stopping drunk drivers or whatever, mm-hmm. and that was part of it or whatever. But you could there's multiple students that could have information of like the car or if they saw something weird that you wouldn't think was connected to it until you get questions and it's like, oh, this this could be a part of the yeah. whole ordeal and the plan. Right, like who was at the same bars that night? Who was yeah. at the same fraternity The parties, parties and yeah. who got stopped or maybe who drove by the house and maybe saw something or saw like a car or something out of place. You, you know, you never know. Yeah. But... In my honestly, if I my kid was off at college and something happened like that, I would definitely want them not come to home. be there. Yeah, yeah. Like, come home, come please. home. Please. Well, also, I feel like just the world we live in today. If my kid, whenever I have a kid, goes off to college and stuff and stays in a house that's not on campus or anything, I'm gonna pull up there and install some ring cameras on that house. Yeah, well, I mean now, that's my child, and it's gonna be on my account. And but that's another hard thing about parenting. Yeah, you don't. You don't think your kid's going to get murdered, honestly. Oh, you don't think your college. kid's going to get murdered, and you also don't want to make them think that you don't trust them. Yeah. No, I'm. I will make it clear that it's not a fact of trust. It's a fact of like safety. Safety, and I'm not. It's not like I'm going to make it put the ring camera on there and just have it come to my phone. I'm going <laughs> to have it come to all their phones, where they're going to be like, "We got cameras, but only my dad can see what's going on." No, it's. I don't know. Well, I'm yeah, not saying I mean, anybody's bad thing. parents or anything, and it's just... It's the same thing for Life 360. But yeah. what happens most of the time, kids get off Life 360 before they go to college because it's freedom. Like, you're learning how to be an adult, and those things yeah. need to happen, but... Parents, quit asking where they're at every 10 seconds. <laughs> just Instead, zoom in, it'll tell you. <laughs> if you don't if you don't watch where your kid's going all the time, your kid's going to watch where you're going all the time, because that's yeah. what I do with my parents. <laughs> So, of course, the roommates were cleared, mm-hmm. um, and the friends who were there for the 911 call were cleared. They conducted over 200-something interviews? Yes. I think, yeah. Maybe even 300. Yeah. Close um, to 300. Several people who crossed paths that night, um, including the background guy at the food truck, um, was cleared. 
Well, um, didn't they think he was like a kind of a weird stalker, maybe a little bit? Yes, because one of the girls that it has been put out there that she had a stalker or that she had mentioned that somebody was stalking her recently. And so they, they followed up on a couple of leads. In fact, there were like a couple of boys that were trying to follow her into a store at some point. Mm-hmm. And they followed up with them and they found out they were just trying to get girls for the day. It wasn't like they were trying to yeah, stalk her yeah. specifically. Yeah, that's the thing with this though. You gotta it's super hard because you, you can't take especially a college girl, like you can't like you gotta take some of it what they say with a grain of salt. They're pretty too, so yeah, no and they could be like on them all the time. Um well this dude's stalking me and it could have just happened that these two get this guy was at the same place as her twice in one day. And I get paranoid like that. If I see the same car behind me in the same day, I'm like, This is not good. I need to I turn mean I get right. paranoid too and like, if I'm driving somewhere and this dude, or dude, if the car behind me takes, like, three of the same turns I'm taking, I'm like, all right, look, there's one more turn coming up here. If he doesn't turn here, I'm going to drive past my destination and turn and see if this man's following me. I've had the same thought. <laughs> I've kind of wanted it to happen just yeah. so I know the person's following me. If you think they're following you, where do you go? Police station? Yes. Okay. Walmart. Um, yeah, no, maybe. do not go to Walmart or a public place. Yeah, yeah, it would be safer, but the safest place would just to be go to a police station. <laughs> I mean, what are they going to do? Walk in after you and get arrested? They I might. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> they're crazy enough. Maybe walk in there. I'm being followed. There was oh, also a, a guy that drove them from where they were partying to the house, and that person has been cleared as well. Was it an Uber or just a... Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it was... Yeah, somebody who's just trying to drive them there safely. Someone they knew just giving them a There was also a huge ordeal about a professor at this college. Uh Uh-oh. They were part of the history um, department, Mm -hmm. and a TikToker was blaming the murder on her, and now there's a defamation case because... The professor is like he probably lost his job and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, that's what people not... like. If you ain't you help if you can, but you can't go around blaming people and be like this person didn't put. Yeah, all that's the well, that's not your job. That's the yeah. police's job too. You help the police and yeah. you talk to them, not put it on TikTok. Tell, you walk up to the you go up to the police station or you call the tip line. And you tell them, look, this person's super suspicious. Do with it what you will. Don't take it into your own hands and call them out on TikTok because now you're paying. Or when it was you say over stuff a million TikTok, dollars. Yeah, and when you're saying stuff, you need to be like, I'm not sure if or yeah. allegedly. That person's or, not worried about it. They thought nah. they solved a case. And yeah, but now they're, they're famous. now they're. Uh, yeah, now they're. Now they're, they're paying for It's it. like a. <laughs> it was over a million dollars. It was upwards a lot of money. Yeah, oh, yeah. That this. Because uh, that could ruin somebody's life. Yeah. Even if he didn't do it. She. She, even if she didn't do it. Which is harder to believe to me, but. Even if she didn't do it, or, yeah, if she didn't do it, she's still going to have that, like, people yeah, I where was the they're going to be like, oh, yeah, she definitely did it. I think she did it. Yeah. You were the woman that was blamed that was, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. now she's now. probably got to move to a different state. She's yeah. got to get another job at a different college, and it's just. I mean, she's been cleared, so maybe, but they might just leave her out because it's, people are scared. Or yeah. That's why it's so important, too, with these big cases, not to release names too soon as well. Yeah. Because you do not want them to be attacked, and you do not want anything like those suggestions being made. I mean, yeah. even the two girl roommates that were downstairs. Like she could have made that suggestion, and that she could have been murdered, the professor, because... Right. People could have t- try to take justice yeah. in their own hands. Yeah, and that's not fair. Don't do that. Let the <laughs> yeah, police man. hand do their job and handle it. Now there is um, one thing, though. I think during the live press conference we watched, he stated or he said something along the lines of this. It was showing we were watching the whole new the live news broadcast that they were having before the thing, talking about how the suspect had been arrested. And everybody was so, like, relieved, and they just, it's like, it's finally over, it's over, and I'm like, this is just me and my just untrustworthy side, but it's like, 
I want to know it's over until I hear some proof. I wouldn't be walking out, screaming out, being like, we're saved. But even when you hear proof, and that is the person, sometimes they still get, they can get away with it too. I mean, look at Casey Anthony. Look at O.J. Simpson. It's just, you still have to be so careful. Yeah, but it's just like. But I mean, they've been, everybody's probably been on edge for a month now, and it's just a relief to get something finally because when they're, because like a, there was a point where they they were saying, oh, yeah, we got this all under control. And that kind of is like, y'all don't have it under control. Y'all are just kind of keep everybody from freaking out more than they already are. Yeah. So that's even scarier. And everybody's like, oh, they ain't got nothing. This person's still running around. And if it's a serial killer, that person can kill at any moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so everybody's freaked out, hopefully locking their doors, getting cameras and stuff. I mean, if the serial killer was smart, he wouldn't do that. But I mean, he might have. Might yeah, have if, we seri- don't know, if you're a serial killer and this and something like this happens, gets so publicized, publicized like this, that's when you need to lay low. Lay low, and I'm not teaching you how to be a yeah. serial killer. But don't you know, lay low. Uh, do something stupid. Yeah, yeah. do something uh, stupid. Uh, Run uh, out into the road, butt ass naked, <laughs> saying, "Hey, hey, I did this." <laughs> Chew Jaywalk. Your, <laughs> chew your fingernails off and put it in the crime scene somewhere. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah. Also, the morning before the press conference as well, I kind of want to get into that, that they were cleaning up the crime scene at this point because when you are looking into the crime scene, I mean, you're putting all sorts of stuff in this house in the first place, and so then you have to clean up everything after the crime scene as well and then give it back to the family. Mm-hmm. But... When they're in the middle of cleaning up, that's when they released there was a suspect. And so when they came on and talked about it, they said, we're going to stop cleanup for a second. So I wonder they what that's all about. Clean up and maybe they're trying to find more physical evidence. Maybe. Maybe there's some yeah. more DNA that they yeah. could find. Somewhere. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things you can never be too sure if you got everything. Right. You could have missed something, and maybe the person who halted it is just being sure, like, stop, clean up, let's let's go over everything again just to make sure if we have everything, if we missed a hair here, or well, we yeah, didn't fingerprint this, or... Need as much as they can, because if this suspect did do it, which we're not saying he did, but we don't know. If he did do it... proven guilty. If he did do it, and then they take it to court... They're going to need all the evidence they can get because stuff can be dismissed and everything. And if they don't have enough, then this dude that they're pretty sure that did it, Matter did it, if he's going to court, could get Yeah, get and the smallest mess up in court can yeah. cause a case to get mistrialed. Um, and and isn't yeah, it crazy that this guy in his head knows whether he's done this or not and is probably not going to tell the truth? Oh, oh yeah, he's he'll probably plead not guilty. Is that not insane? Like that people have just lied about these things and they're like, of course I there's, didn't do it. There's a lot of people. Now, this is totally different, but I listen to cold cases on a, a podcast called Cold Case Files. And now this is different because there's so much, there's so much time between it happening and the time it being solved. I notice that there's a lot of people who just plead guilty to what they did. But I know that if yeah, these crazy people into it. that, or I mean, they want like, the admit there's some people. I don't, I mean, I don't understand the psychology behind it, but people wanting to just have like, they just are like, yeah, I did it. And they didn't do it. It's like, why mm-hmm. they just want to have that like attention. Yeah. That attention and the infamy, which I don't understand liars either because personally I'm a terrible liar. And so, <coughs> sorry. Even when I try to lie, it does not work. Yeah, Tyler can attest you're not to psychopaths. So. Yeah, psychopaths are pretty good at lying, and I don't know. It's just I just like talking about cold cases. Sorry. <laughs> no, what? it's okay. I also want to say when I was doing this research, it was Friday, um, December thirtieth. And I had done that research that morning, 
And then I come home and Tyler says, hey, did you hear they found a suspect? And I went, um, no. (laughs) Because at that point, I was at home. I had made lunch. I was, you know, trying to do laundry. And so I looked it up. And then they said, oh, there's a press conference today. And so I ended up going to a couple of news sites and looking up, trying to see the press conference. And so we ended up getting to watch it live. And I would like to tell a little funny story that happened when we were watching it. <laughs> this is pretty funny. So to lighten the mood a little bit. So we open up the thing. There's two newscasters talking back and forth. And then they do a countdown. And they put it on Facebook Live or whatever. And, and then we wait a few more minutes. And a guy, a reporter or somebody that, you know, is, you know, getting all the information for this case walks past the camera twice, and I'm like, that's kind of weird. Like, you you know, what is he doing? Well, he goes to sit down before the press conference, and he bends over once. You don't see anything. And then he... Takes his jacket off. readjusts his jacket, and you see full crack on the screen. Oh, Oh, yeah. Whole butt crack. The (laughs) whole thing. Tyler didn't believe me. In fact, we watched the whole press conference before he let me go back and rewatch it. And so, so by the end of it, I was like, okay, Tyler, it's time for you to see this. And then I was kind of psyching myself out. I was like, maybe this didn't happen. But we went back, and sure enough, we watched it, and there was this man's crack on live television. <laughs> Whole ass crack. For everybody to see. Everybody, everyone. <laughs> you know there's over a million people watching that. His butt crack. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, belt line was below a halfway point of butt crack. God dang, yeah. bro. I'm like, dude. Get a belt, a better belt. <laughs> yeah. Tighten that thing up. Tighten it up, man. And and then, of course, when the press conference was going on, I was starting to get angry because it was a lot of, we can't tell you anything. So basically right now, at this point, at, oh, oh look, it's, it's oh, New look Year's. <laughs> oh, no, not yet. I got 11.59. Yeah, right 11.59. Oh, happy new year. Happy new year, 2023. <laughs> Let me give you notification a pops up and says rent's due. For real? Yeah. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> Ain't got no kiss, rent's due. Jesus. And oh, I think we need to get to the press conference at this point now. Yes, so I was very angry that um we don't get to hear anything about the connection made. And everybody, of course, had questions. They were like, why this? Why that? And the only thing we got out of it was they found a car. They don't know what the weapon is. And everything else is, like, technical. Like, he is where he's at, and he needs to come all the way over to Idaho. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be a whole process about if he chooses to do that or if he chooses not to do that. If he chooses not to, then they're going to have to get some paperwork to get him all the way over there. uh, Um. He, this is... This How's is, the car connected? Because it's just in that vicinity and they... It's the... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which we don't know if that's something the connection. Because ab- they're saying that it could be either... This can eliminate somebody. This can be the suspect. It right. Can have and critical because nobody was coming forward about that car, it was starting to get very sketchy. The right. suspect... So, going back to the suspect with where he was arrested in Philadelphia. So, he's in prison in Philadelphia he can, um, <clears throat> they're going to, this is stupid. They give him the choice to be immediately extradited to um, well, I mean, Idaho. If, if he doesn't, that might raise suspicions about him if he doesn't do that. Yeah, well, he, if he does, doesn't do it, well, if he, if he does do it, then he's going to go there, go in front of court, like, soon. Yeah. And, um... The evidence and everything, and it's like a file that's sealed, won't be opened until he appears in court in Ohio. In Idaho. Idaho, not Ohio. I think um, I said Pennsylvania don't, earlier, Doesn't too, his so. lawyers get to look at it, though? Don't they get to look at the evidence? Yeah, but it goes to... Once he appears in front of a judge, it gets distributed, released. released. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's how it works right now, because he's in front of the judge, and... They have him there, and it's not like if they released it now. They There's don't have someone in Idaho who says, hey, I, I did it, mm-hmm. and turn themselves in. They didn't really do it. 
because it, it would give them information on the case and stuff. And it just causes a whole th- tiff. Well, if he doesn't, it's going to take a while for him to get from Pennsylvania to Idaho, and they can't release everything. So it's either we're going to hear something real soon or we're going to hear something in six months. It's it's crazy. But it's rough. Yeah. Have you talked about during the press conference yet? About what? Them asking questions during the question part. I, I mean, I mentioned that none of their questions could be answered. Yeah, so... I'm not, Haley wasn't getting super annoyed, but every question that they were asking this man, he was like, again, that's I can't answer. I can't answer that. That is, uh, that regards to the case against this man. We can't release that information. And Haley's like, this is so stupid. And I'm like, it's the law. (laughs) Yeah. They kind of have to do that. And it's, and I get that they want to like put their appreciation out there to everybody who's helped in the investigation Yeah, and kind of a, y'all can breathe for a minute. This is something that you also don't have to worry about for a second. This is going to sound weird, but you also kind of want to protect the suspect too, because you don't want to get him killed. If he's not it and stuff like that. And release too much information and someone in prison's like hey and shanks the man and yeah. kills him and then you you don't then give the family know. justice and yeah, yeah. but because we don't know if he's just straight out admitted it yet we don't know if he's denying it yet and the only i have thing... a strong feeling that he's gonna deny it and it's gonna go to a four-week court trial it's Maybe. gonna be another one of those big it's gonna be a casey anthony it's yeah, gonna be an oj simpson Everybody it's watching. gonna be all that yeah it's going to just become... Is uh, the FBI and stuff in on it? Yeah, right. they've been working with FBI. The FBI and um, there was another agency they were working with, but... The it's mainly... IBI? The state. They were working yeah, with the like state. GBI? The Idaho yeah. Bureau investigation. There's There was a bunch of places. And I think it's Moscow. Just I think it is pronounced just like Russia. Yeah. Moscow. Moscow. Yeah. Well, that's not how they pronounce it, but... I digress. Moscow. I'm just kidding. Not no. like that either. Like you smoked 10 Mos- cigarettes? <laughs> yeah. My sister. <laughs> I can't fucking do a Russian accent. <laughs> Fuck it. But, yeah, I think it's pronounced... It just sounds like you were saying Moscow, like you were putting up... I don't know. I'm well, sorry. let's just be honest. I'm really bad, uh, bad about enunciating my words. Oh, they I, did say, please stay safe, because you, you still want to take caution. But don't, you know, don't live your life like you need to, like, not do anything. But yeah. he was like, but we're pretty sure. We're pretty confident about it. We're in the one. day and age where you need to know that there's crazy people everywhere. It just was a crazy. It occurred to me that uh, there's a town and there's a city in the uh, United States called Moscow. Well, and it's then they were talking about his county where he was located, and it's Monroe County. Yeah, oh, Lord. where they where they um, arrested him in Pennsylvania was Monroe County, Pennsylvania. I've also seen a lot of things on TikTok today about he looks very similar to Ted Bundy. Yeah, it's he does. He looks crazy. Very, he I, looks see, I was like a handsome, a, but you get a murder vibe. I was like getting, the eyes are dead almost. I was getting a young Jake Gyllenhaal from him. No, there's an actor that he reminds me of. That's okay. Tell me the actor if I don't you know, can figure it saying, out. I know what you're saying. He yeah, like I don't think it's Jake Gyllenhaal who I'm thinking of, but there's an actor that looks like this man. But uh, we're not gonna sit here and fanboy over this man. Like, yeah, we're no, not all the women not. did we're with not Ted Bundy and not give him any fame. No yeah, fame. He definitely looks like a guy. Which is why I try not to mention their name as much as possible. I know that investigators need more information yeah, on this we don't man. Have to do it. But, yeah. yeah. I've just also heard a lot of people say you don't want to put names out there because you don't want to give them the glory. Nope. Yeah, you don't want to give them the... You don't want to make them famous from it. Because that's what some feed off of. Yeah. And so far, that's the end of this crime quest. Um, we will probably do an update episode, maybe. Probably. After everything comes out. We don't know when that will be. Um, we don't know if that's going to be the immediate next episode of this Crime Quest um, segment we're doing. But uh, like, share. Um, if you if you do 
like the crime quest, let us know about it. Um, if there's any cases that you would like us to go over, which it can be anything from the 1600s to present day. It doesn't matter. We'll, we'll, we'll cover it. We'll do some research if you're interested in hearing it. Um, but yeah, like I said before, like, share, subscribe, um, whatever you need to do helps us out tremendously. Um, the more ears that hear us, the more shares we get, the more people will listen to us and the bigger we can get. Maybe we can get one of them she said sheds and have a little studio instead of recording out of our living room. But mm-hmm. um, we appreciate y'all and uh, hope y'all have a good day. See you in the next one. See ya. song made up by me well, I was riding down a dirt road with my baby and a mistletoe <laughs> it sounds like it's copyrighted <laughs> we had a beer on the dash and a one in our hands sipping along then I saw that stand I said girl you want to go hunting so we climbed in the stand and I saw a big buck. Shot him down with my headlights on my truck. <laughs> what? Did that come straight from the dome? Yep. Okay. I'll I'll keep that one. <laughs> she said you don't have any hunting paperwork. I said, girl, I don't give a This song sounds like shit. (laughs) Hey, man. (laughs) This podcast is my segue into country music.